You're listening to the Guess of My Soapbox podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We want to make the world a better place and share life-educated opinions and have discussions on various topics. Welcome your host. He is a jack-of-all-trades, master of none, and always wants to know, how's your integrity today? Mad Morgan! Yes, it is that time again. Hey, thank you for joining me for Get Off My Soapbox. I am your host, Mad Morgan, and thank you for being here this evening. It is a... It's a pretty good Wednesday so far, so I really want to thank you for being here because, you know, I really do enjoy being here for you and presenting you the content that I make, and um, you showing up just makes the party all that more exciting. So welcome to episode six of Get Off My Soapbox. Today, we're going to do a COVID roundup, freedom protests, and ignorance 101. That's our subject today, COVID roundup, freedom protests, and ignorance 101. And um, yeah, I think this is long overdue. I've poked at it a few times when it comes to the COVID. I poked at the freedoms, the freedom, dumb, dumb, dumb uh, protests or protests, I like to call them. And uh, also Ignorance 101. We know there's a lot of it out there. So I figured, you know what? Let's just do a code roundup. I'm tired of poking here, poking there. So we're going to do that today. And also, you know, talk about the world as a whole when COVID kicked in and where it is now. We're about 30 months later. 30 months. Yeah, about 30. If you do the actual clock on the wall and check the calendar and everything else. It's been about since March of 2020, 30 months have passed. I'm having difficulty saying months for some reason today. But hey, let's start out with what we usually do. How is your integrity today? And are you being the change the world needs? How is your integrity? Are you doing well? Are you having a good integrity week since we saw each other last? For those of you that don't join me every day for Soapbox Daily, how are you, those that show up once a week for our Get Off My Soapbox podcast? every Wednesday evening. How are you doing? Are you having a good week? Are you having a good integrity? Are you being the best positive world changing person you can be? Here's hoping so. If not, hey, something to work on for the week ahead. So we're going to get into this, but before you do, before you go any further, check out getoffmysoapbox.com for more information on this show and also our daily show, Monday to Friday of Soapbox Daily. And if you're feeling so inclined, head on over to Twitter for uh, checking out at Mad Soapbox, at Mad Soapbox. You for find more information about us. We post some daily updates. We post some things up there that's other information. And besides that, also on our website at getoffmysoapbox.com, there's an FAQ section. Check that out. We've been working on that. More is coming down the pipe, folks. We're going to have merchandise. We're going to have information sections. We're going to have, uh, I'm going to put a documentation for research up there. More reference points to help you to follow in line with our shows and our topics of our shows. Because, yeah, I always tell you, hey, look into this, research this, check this out. Try to motivate you to, to look into certain things. And that's the whole point, you know educate, enlighten, entertain, evolve. That's our whole reason for what we do here. But I want to help give you a jump start to some of the stuff that we talk about, some of the subjects. And I figure, you know what? Well, rather rather than getting you to actually Google all this stuff, I'm going to provide eventually some sort of database or document post board or blog, something along those lines to help you out. So you can actually look up our shows and our topics and go, okay. And then you can quickly find some links and information and some references and stuff that'll help you, you know, in your educating along the way. All right. So we're going to get into today's show. And as I mentioned, this is a COVID roundup. So I'm going to start off with the basics. I'm going to go from there. But first, because I think moralistically, I'm I should do it. And also, I think it's the right thing to do. Let you know that no, I'm not a licensed, certified medical professional, health or brain or medical or psychological or anything like that. I, I'm not a professional on any means that makes me an authority on any of the information that I am providing on today's show. This is strictly done by research. I've done credible sources such as WHO, the WHO organization and other uh, institutions such as Harvard and Yale and other educated sources, which will be, of course, attached to the podcast, my reference and research notes. But a lot of this is my opinion based on the information that I have discovered. So just don't jump down my throat saying, well, you said this and it's supposed to be fact. No, I'm not a licensed professional. I'm not claiming to be any of that. I am giving you the information which I've discovered and also my own opinions on the subjects and also my viewpoints from a logical 
And let me just emphasize, my opinions are based from a logical perspective, a logical, educated, educated in the sense that it makes sense. And I've dug the, done the digging. I've had the experience in it. I've had as much exposure as I need to it to make a logical, educated decision. But as I said, I'm not a licensed, certified professional, anything when it comes to this. So I'm not an authoritative figure when it comes to this stuff. All right. So I want to just clear the air on that. I know that was long winded, but hey, I wanted to make sure you understood where I was coming from. I'm not a genius, but I'm no idiot either. All this is coming from, hey, connect the dots. A plus B equals C. Logically, this goes here, it goes here, goes here. And I mean, it's what I do for a living. I problem solve, I troubleshoot, I work in high tech, I work in these environments so I know how to put the sources together and produce the results. This is the same focal point. This is the same glasses I use, the same microscope I use when I look at research, when it comes to the subjects we do on all the shows, on all our episodes, we use it with a microscope in the sense that we, we, we make sure we have our ducks in a row and our facts straight. Okay. This is not guesswork. This is not leaving it up to faith. This is not speculating. This is based on our opinion from our viewpoints. And this is what we're sharing with you. So let's move forward on that one. And let's start off with facts that, Hey, this is stuff that comes from an accurate source and let's just get the building blocks going here. Okay. COVID. Yep. COVID, 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 COVID. It's been part of our lives for over two years now, but let's go with what COVID is. The coronavirus disease or known as COVID-19 is an infectious disease caused by the SARS CoV-2 virus. Most people who fall sick with COVID-19 will experience mild to moderate symptoms and recover without special treatment. However, some will become seriously ill and require medical attention. Okay. The virus can spread from an infected person's mouth or nose in small liquid particles when they cough, sneeze, speak, sing, or breathe. These particles range from larger respiratory droplets to smaller aerosols. You can be infected by breathing in the virus if you are near someone who has COVID-19 or by touching a contaminated surface and then your eyes, nose, or mouth. The virus spreads more easily indoors and in crowded settings. Facts, this is from medical sources, online, boom, 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 it's there. You can look it up, it's fact. This is where the masks came into effect. This is where decontamination come into effect. A lot of it we didn't need because we realized eventually it was fluid, but mainly also air transmitted. This is where the masks come into effect. These are facts, folks. This is the way COVID is. This is what they've discovered. In the beginning, it was, hey, disinfect everything. Disinfect your bananas, disinfect your food, disinfect everything you touch, because we didn't know. In the beginning with COVID, we were running around going, okay, what's the extreme way we can control this? Because we don't know everything about it. So disinfect everything, cover everything, lock everybody up. We've never had to deal with this. Well, sorry, correction. We dealt with it a hundred years before now. Yeah, somewhere around 1918, 1919. So hang on, no, this wasn't new. We already went through this a hundred years ago and I don't know how much we learned about a hundred years ago because here we are a hundred years later and I don't know how smart we are, but we went crazy locking up everything else. But here's the interesting thing about when COVID became a thing back in March of 2020. It was already around for several months previously in other parts of the world, but not widespread. But here's the thing in March 2020, when it was like, hey, state of emergency, pandemic, everybody go home, lock up, boom. You know what was interesting? Other than the complete rampage riot when it came to toilet paper, the interesting thing was is that people cooperated because they were looking out for their own mortality. They actually got along when they realized that their neighbors could kill them because they could be infected and infect them. They got along. Go figure how that works, eh? When you have a fear of being around anybody, it's amazing how you actually get along. But when everything's good, you don't get along. Why is this? Why do you have to be in fear for your life in order for you to get along? That's pretty sad. But this situation happened and people cooperated for the most part. After that part, it was dog eat dog. But we cooperated. We did what we should. We saw a positive impact on the world, actually. And that was the interesting thing. We actually got along. This is the most amazing thing that I saw. We actually got along. Regardless of the fact that we did it out of fear, we actually got along and cooperated and helped each other out for a little while. And we also made a positive impact on the environment. If you looked at satellite maps from the time that everybody was locked up and everybody was in isolation in their houses, if you look up satellite weather maps and pollution maps from back then, wow, 
the amount of difference in pollution was extraordinary. It was amazing, which begs the question why are we still not locking each other at home? Because think about how we would help the environment immensely if we did that for a year. But for a couple of months there, smog was lifted. There was no pollution in certain areas. I mean, it was just crazy. It was absolutely amazing to see these satellite maps. And I don't know why we didn't take this data and go, hey, this is a good idea. Yeah, we're going to save the planet if we do this long term. But no, people went stir crazy after about a month or two. They, they just couldn't handle it. They could not handle it. They were just going stir crazy. They're like, oh, time to go out and get toilet paper. Time to go out and do this. I've had enough being locked up. I've only stayed at home for so long. My YouTube career is not taking off. <laughs> you know? I mean, people just eventually was like, ah, okay, now we're going to be in a state of denial. So over here, you have a small little group of anti-vaxxers. Or over here, oh, wait, sorry, I don't want to get ahead of myself. The vaccine wasn't available back then, but a whole bunch of disbelievers over here. You have another little group over here that says it's a conspiracy. You have another little group over here that's, you know, right on board with whatever logical choices the government decides to make. And you have a group over here that's just outcasts and, you know, doesn't really care. They want to just watch the world burn. I mean, you have all these little groups that are finally coming out of the dark, coming out of their homes, coming out of the woodwork, coming back into the world. And yeah, the chaotic ones just want to go back to normal life. They're in disbelief. They don't believe it's true. And they, you know, I mean, it's state of denial. When you don't understand something, you're going to deny it. You're going to pretend it doesn't exist. You're going to pretend it doesn't exist because you don't want to. It's like, it's like holding your hands over your ears to not hear something, close your eyes and just go la, 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 because you don't want to hear what's being said. It's not how it works. Just because you try to shake it out of your head, it doesn't exist. Doesn't mean it doesn't exist anymore. It's a reality. It's something that some of the top minds in this world saw coming for decades. It was inevitable this was going to happen, and it did happen. And in the beginning, we handled it pretty damn good. We really did, in the beginning. And then months passed. Then the disgusting asshole pigs that are irresponsible were throwing rubber gloves on the ground and masks on the ground and polluting parks and polluting roads and, you know, being more piggish, more disgusting, trash-throwing assholes than ever. And that's when you started seeing that dark side of humanity again. You started seeing that bottom feeder vermin that decides that they want to watch the world burn and they don't care. They throw their trash everywhere for somebody else to deal with. Don't care about the environment. Don't care about your fellow person. I Oh, I couldn't be convenient. That's inconveniencing me to find a garbage. I'm just going to throw it on the ground. Somebody will take care of it. Smack. I want to smack those people. Yeah. So a couple months later, these assholes started venturing out. Now, there was a group of us that were cautious and weary. We had family to protect and we have loved ones to protect. So, you know, we were being cautious. We were taking the safety measures that we were told to take. We were wiping down, wiping down stuff. We were being smart about things. We kept that moving forward. We didn't listen to the hateful people, the toxic people, the naysayers. We didn't listen to all them. We relied on the institutions that we put faith in and give money to in our taxes and everything. We relied on them to give us the logical things because it didn't serve the government well for a pandemic to happen. It didn't serve the government well to stop the economy. It didn't serve the government, and I'm talking the government in this country, wherever you are at, or any other country. It doesn't serve the government well to keep you locked up and not keeping the global money machine going. People are like, oh, it's a, it's a control thing. It's a control thing. They're trying to control us. They're trying to enslave us. They're trying to... And I'm like, give your head a freaking shake. It does not serve the government at all all in any capacity whatsoever to halt the economy to control you. That is absolutely asinine. That's absolutely the stupidest thing ever I've heard. Because when emergency happens like this, situations happen like this, guess what? It costs money. They're not taking in money. The economy's not going. They have to start pulling out of the coffers. They have to start pulling out of their savings, pulling out of whatever reserve they have and start giving out money. Control? My God. The welfare cases and lazy people and everything else that sit around all get their monthly check each month got bonus money. Are you kidding me? The money that went out during COVID was like freaking winning the lottery for some people. And now that economies are getting back to normal, these lazy people don't want to get a job because they think they're going to still have the government support them. It doesn't work that way. Get your ass off that couch, stop playing video games and get your ass a job. There's tons of jobs out there right now. 
Okay, so moving on. Here we go. So two months after everybody started venturing out, that's when the naysayers, toxic people came out. Governments were working on solutions and cures and trying to investigate the origins. They still don't know about the origins. It's still up in the air, even to this day, two and a half, two and a half years later. Still don't know. But okay. So COVID moved forward. Well, now we have into working into development and cures and our, our uh, vaccines and, and treatments and detection and all that stuff. But alongside of that, there's going to be, of course, those Bible bumpers that are like, oh, God will save me. And then, of course, there's the anti-pharma. And then, of course, there's the anti-vaxxers. And then there's like, oh, conspiracy theorists. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, please get your tinfoil hat ready. Make sure you have the double-sided shiny tinfoil moving forward because I really think you, you might want to make sure you have that on nice and tight today because it's going to get a little bit more rocky at this point. So, all right, we're 20 minutes in already and I'm already talking about stuff that's probably making your brain fry, but hey, get the tinfoil hat ready. I know I got mine. So, <laughs> here we go. So, then it went on research development. So let's just, you know, skip ahead a little here. Did you know that since March of 2020, that COVID had over 600 million cases? 600 million cases, all right? And over 6.5 deaths worldwide, it's true. 600 million. Now, in the grand scale of things, 600 million is 400 million short of a billion. There's 8 billion people. That's a fair chunk of our population of the world to get this, but I was expecting bigger numbers. But still, you know, over 6.5 million deaths. Yeah, somewhat of a small number. But even if you didn't die from it, some people had long-term disability and effects because of it, okay? Because it wasn't just something you get it, you get over it, and then you're back to normal. Nope, they actually had long-term disability things. I've talked to at least a dozen people I've heard that have got it, and they can't smell right, can't eat right, can't hardly breathe long-term, even after they don't have COVID anymore. So other than if you didn't croak, yeah, okay, now you got to suffer these debilitating stuff. So it was pretty serious. So when I hear straight up stories from people on this, and these are people that are customers, people that I support my job, people that are professionals, and I hear this from them. These are not your alcoholic, drug addict, freaking no life type person that has no say in society. These are professional people that work hard and have a life and have a family and all this. These are people that have a good head on their shoulders. And if they're telling me this is how they've experienced stuff and went through it, you can't tell me that COVID's a bunch of bullshit. You can't. First hand reports from people. How is it going to be fake? How can it be fake? How can it be fake? It's one thing to read stuff in the news and something to read something online and nothing to do stupid video online and all this other bullcrap sources. But actually from somebody that you've been known for years and talked to before the situation, known for years before the situation, and then they go live with this experience and they share their stories with you. I'm sorry, I'm going to actually believe firsthand events, firsthand emissions before I believe anything else. Okay, so out of all these numbers. And here's the interesting thing. This is why I think the USA, sorry to the American citizens, but a good portion of your society's success pool. It really is. The USA accounted for one sixth, one sixth and about 95 million cases and over 1 million deaths. So think about this. If there was about 6.5 million deaths worldwide, the USA alone accounted for 1 million deaths. Okay, so the US population is probably just pushing 400 million. India, which has about 1.5 billion, had lesser numbers than the US. Maybe the US has got to get their head out of their asses and start thinking about things. I bet a bunch of those came from Florida, those deaths, but that's another story. If you ever look compared to the rest of the world, that most of the ignorance was in the USA. And honestly, considering about who was in power at that time, you know, dear old Trump was in, in, in the, the, the powerhouse at that point, I'm not really surprised that a lot of misinformation was fallen upon everybody because of that, you know, completely crazy time. And, you know, out of that sparked a whole bunch of other stuff. The whole COVID thing, conspiracy theories and everything else. I mean, they always seem to crop up at this point when it comes to unexplained situations and stuff people don't know about. Oh, it's conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy. And conspiracy theories often crop up after a catastrophic or unusual events and they strive in environments where there is a lack of trusted information. Oh, but the internet, 
that should be trusted. No, 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 no. I've proven that time and time again. I can literally make up a web page like that within a minute and make it look good and have you believe in it. It's not trusted information. I'll give you an example. In the 16th and 17th century, Denmark, catastrophic events from floods to poisonous allergy mixed with the massive change brought by industrialization. For those isolated on small farms, access to trusted, consistent information was scarce and stories about witches started to take hold. I mean, today it's clear that coronavirus has been a catastrophic event that has impacted everyone's lives. On the face of it, a lack of information is not a problem in wealthy countries. However, the overload of information online can produce the same effect that the Danish farmers faced several centuries ago. A lack of trusted information. Exactly. Trusted information. Because anybody can put information out there and everybody seems to be an expert and everybody seems to have some sort of influence, whether it be some sort of I don't know. I can't really call everybody creators. Some Somebody has some video platform, you know, they're on YouTube or Twitch or whatever, that they're an influencer of some sorts or they have an audience. And if you get enough of those influential people to be able to spill your message and you get a paycheck for it all, then you just spread the misinformation a lot quicker. And think about it. Like, I mean, when everybody was home because of COVID, there was a huge uptick in, in videos and everybody wanted to be influencers and creators and streamers online because everybody was home. Great. So more people got some fame and fortune, their 15 minutes of fame in the limelight. And But there was more and more influencers. I mean, thousands upon thousands of people I haven't even heard of. Some that are really great and some that really suck, in my opinion. But it was just everybody was bored. So they were watching anything just to keep entertained. They were bored. They wanted to fill some time. But hey, you get the people that are on top of the pyramids, the small percentage that actually succeed in getting an audience, and you secretly feed them some money on the side and they can spread your message all you want. And there you know, before you know it, you have your conspiracies you can throw out there. You can have your misinformation you want to throw out there. You can be the shepherd to the sheep and you can put a whole bunch of information out there just to convince everybody of that message. Really, it's not hard. It's the way it's worked for the longest time. Just it worked on a slower scale before. It was usually the big entities like newspapers and any sort of media source in a primitive sense for hundreds of hundreds of years. Somebody has information, puts a royal stamp on it, and boom, here you go, it's fact. Well now, anybody, anybody from that little computer that's in your pocket that has turned our society into a bunch of zombies can click on the camera, hit record for the video, say their little piece, publish it within seconds up to a website that can be viral. If it catches the right stream, the right wave, the right audiences, it can be viral and in view of millions of people within hours, if not less. Crazy, right? Could you imagine if that happened 200 years ago? Population was a lot smaller back then. So think about the people you would be able to hit, people you'd be able to reach with that message. And because there's this, uh, I hate to say it, but there's a good portion that are ignorant people that just don't really think for themselves or they get misinformation and they're easily manipulated. And because they're easily manipulated, you could, if you're a strong personality, if you're a strong leader, if you're a strong person of any sort of influence, those sheep are going to follow you like there's no tomorrow. Like easily. You could snap your fingers and they will. So which leads us into from this point forward, COVID became a political stage, a political opportunity for other entities when they realize that, okay, our main governments are all busy with other stuff. So then there's a one percenters that are really bored and they have all this money and all this free time. And, you know, well, let's, let's start changing the political stage. Let's start causing some political uproar. Well, okay. Well, we tried it in the U.S., that whole Capitol Hill thing. We didn't get the results we wanted at the Capitol Hill thing. So, uh, yeah, because, you know, this is 2022 at this point, because we've already did 2020. We survived 2020 with the COVID. And, you know, vaccines were rolling out. Treatments were rolling out going into 2021. So, okay. So now, but the summer of 2021, it's like, oh, what do we do now? Okay, people have got that going. Okay, there's a whole crypto thing going. People are doing that. Okay, well, let's shake stuff up because, you know, we got to keep the political ball rolling. So that's when, of course, the plan went into motion to do the whole Capitol Hill thing the following year in January, when the Capitol Hill thing in the U.S. didn't work out too well, the same entity that backed that, this Quinon, Quinon, Quanon, I mean, question and answers anonymous, questions anonymous, I don't know, 
Koalas Anonymous. Either way, there was some sort of entity that decided, okay, well, we didn't get the results we wanted on the Capitol Hill thing to help influence our political positioning. Hey, let's go to Canada. Let's fund, you know, the wholesome element of truckers because they are the backbone of the country. And let's have them do a freedom run. Everybody's going to support the truckers because they love the truckers. Well, no, they massed as truckers. There was a small element of so-called truckers. They weren't real truckers. That's another topic for another show, which I will be addressing because are there any professional drivers anymore? Truckers used to be the, the knights of the road and there's a very small handful that still are, but not the majority anymore. But that's another story. So the COVID decided, they decided to use the COVID times when the economies were weak, the government was busy to do something on a political station. This is my viewpoint, you know, because you, you started hearing this whole buzzword of QAnon and all that came around in 2021, more and more and more. So that started coming around and, um, they decided to move into doing some political positioning because, you know, Trump's term is coming to an end. We need to do something about that. Didn't get the results they want in the States. So let's move to Canada. If we can get things going in Canada, we can use that as an example to help influence our sheep in the States. Or maybe we can take over the Canadian government and have our own country. I think this is what the arrogant 1% money bags sitting back pulling the strings of all the puppets were doing. So let's do the Canada thing. It was interesting. I mean, yes, it is true. A significant element, from my viewpoint, from my opinion, from everything that I've come across, a significant element from the United States was involved in the participation, funding, and organization of a self-described a self-described freedom convoy that has for several months, beginning of the year, from February, March, etc., I think a little longer, jammed the streets of Canada's capital, Ottawa. I mean, the kind of narratives that the truckers and the trucker convoy are focusing on were basically really important issues for the U.S. elections at that time. So it wasn't about freedom. It wasn't about freedom at all because a lot of that was coming to a pass anyway. So the whole platform which this freedom thing was standing on was a bunch of bullshit, in my opinion. Inevitably, the mandates would be removed, but there, a lot of what they were requesting during this so-called protest for freedom was stuff that no matter what they did would not made a change of anything because it was beyond the Canadian government. It was actually, it was the U.S. borders that were blocking stuff. So it had nothing to do with Canada. And that's why this was just all political moving. And every one of those idiots that took part in that freedom, dumb as in D-U-M-B, um, freedom protest or protest as I'd like to call it. It was basically... <laughs> <laughs> it's just stupid. I mean, the, what they were requesting was going to come to pass anyways. The rest of it was beyond the control. What they were barking at was nothing. And then what was funny is, is that shortly after that all cleared up after a few months and a lot of waste of time and already weakened, uh, already weak economy. Okay. After all that, the mandates got removed. All the things that they were bitching about was going to be done anyways. They just decided, okay, well, we're going to implement like we said we were on our timeline. And uh, and then what the funny thing is, these free dumb protests still were happening, but for no agenda, no political stage, no reasoning, no explanation about what they were going on about and what they were protesting for. Like there, there was no... There was no message for what they were like. They, they still did these rallies. They call it, I don't know why, they just still did the, the rallies. And you know what, what I found was more arrogant is that about the time that these freedom convoy things happened in Ottawa, Canada's capital, was about the time that the Ukraine war happened and people were actually losing freedoms and getting killed and losing their homelands and actually lost freedom in the real sense and it didn't seem to phase these idiots that were doing these protests. They were like, we want freedom. Hi, look at Ukraine. Look at Ukraine. Hello. That is what loss of freedom is. They are being bombed. They are being killed. That is loss of freedom. You complaining because you have to wear a mask when you go into a store, that's not lack of freedom. The fact that you have the freedom to come here and protest means you have freedom, you douchebag. Think about it. 
You were able to come here? Yes. Can you go to the store and buy food? Yes. Do you have a job? Yes. Do you get a paycheck? Yes. Can you drive in the streets? Yes. Can you go anywhere you want pretty much in this country? Yes. Okay. So what are you bitching about? You have freedom. Give your head a shake. Ukraine lost their freedom. These are peaceful people looking to build a better life, a better life across the board. We've had no problems with them. Putin has a problem with them. Putin wants more power, wants more land, wants to leave a legacy. Right now, his legacy, he's a douchebag. And his own people, the, own, the Russian people don't want to have this war. They have no problem with Ukraine. This is all Putin. Putin is a money, power hungry jerk off who frankly is just doing this because he wants to leave some legacy like Lenin. And that's just bullshit. Different time, different era. Now you're just considered a nut job that basically decided to flex a muscle and kill innocent people for no reason. That's another story for another show. Okay. So these whole freedom thing, fighter feeding people protests went on. And yes, I'm sorry, but the freedom protests were just a political maneuver by U.S. element to attack Canada and destabilize why the economy was already hurting and also try to influence U.S. politics. Pretty straightforward. And the same people that were spreading conspiracies about COVID kind of jumped on board on this because they were easily manipulated. And you gotta love, you know, let's go back to the COVID thing to, to round that up. What you gotta love is the conspiracy theories when it came to COVID. So we're going to go back to COVID for one second. I, I didn't really touch much on the conspiracy theories, but let's go into the conspiracy theories. Blaming 5G. The conspiracy theory could easily be debunked. It is biologically impossible for virus, viruses to spread using electromagnetic spectrum. Plain and simple. I mean, Bill Gates was a scapegoat. Bill Gates was behind it. Bill Gates is an alien. Yes, another theory going out there. The virus escaped from a Chinese lab. I don't know if it actually escaped, but we'll get to that in another minute or two. My thoughts on that one. COVID was created as a bio biological weapon. Now, I did read something on this one that natural COVID isn't as destructive as the element that went on there, but there may be some truth to this. Here, let me straighten my tinfoil hat here, but I'm kind of iffy on this one. I think there might be some truth to that conspiracy. Let's look at some other ones though. Uh, the US military imported COVID into China. No, I don't believe that one. I mean, that's interesting theory, but I don't think, uh, I think it came from other sources. Uh, GMOs, we gotta blame GMOs. They're somehow to blame. Why don't you just blame the rain? Uh, oh, COVID doesn't exist. Yes, the, remember I mentioned earlier on about the naysayers, the doubters, the hold your hands over your ears, close your eyes and go la la la, like it doesn't exist. Well, according to professional conspiracy, you know, conspiracy theorists like David Ick and Infowars Alex Jones, COVID-19 doesn't actually exist, but it is a plot by the globalist elite to take away our freedoms. It's true, according to them. I always love that always about take away our freedoms and make us slaves that doesn't work keeping an economy going uh the pandemic is being manipulated by the deep state yes some believe that a deep state again of america's elites is plotting to undermine the president and that dr anthony fucci is the face of the u.s coronavirus pandemic response is a secret member yes it's all about the control he wants they want to manipulate us with this COVID, of course big pharma it's a plot by them Big Pharma is called Big Pharma because they already have billions of dollars. Really, they don't need to do much more. Um, again, COVID doesn't exist. Goes hand in hand, of course, with the COVID death rates are inflated. Those aren't actual numbers. There was only two people that died from COVID worldwide. No, they're not inflated, folks. They have the bodies. They have the morgues. They can give you facts and figures and pictures. So how do you recognize and debunk conspiracy theories? Let's, because there's still some kicking around even to this day, two and a half years later. It is important to speak out and combat online misinformation and conspiracy theorist narratives, whether on COVID or climate change or anything else. You should always cross-reference stuff. A lot of these conspiracy theories sound very convincing and people try to throw facts at you on how they're true and, oh, check this out and check that out. As I mentioned, I can make a website in five minutes. That can be really convincing. But don't just get all your information from one source. Do some research. Do some research. Look around. Cross-reference. You got to cross-reference. You can't just leave it all up to one thing, okay? I mean, conspiracy theories often crop up after a catastrophic or unusual event. This is true. 
people want to be in disbelief. They don't want to believe stuff happens like this. They want the world to be perfect and simple and, you know, straightforward. And they just don't want to, you know, they don't want to believe that a killer virus is out there or all these major things because, you know, happens on the other side of the world. They're in disbelief. It's only just, you know, they hear about war. They hear about this. They don't want it in their backyard. They don't want to, you know, believe that it is something that can actually attack them at home and influence them. And that's where, you know, the concern is. They don't want to believe it. So they're going to come up with excuses for it. And then when those people get upset about the fact that this is going on and they're in disbelief, that they're going to protest because they figure if they protest, the truth will come out and they'll say that they're right. So they end up, okay, the virus doesn't exist and I shouldn't have to wear a mask and you can't shut me down and it should be my choice and rah, 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 until it shows up on their front doorstep and they get sick and they're in the hospital in intensive care and they're almost dead. Then they believe it. If you think about how many videos are out there of people that actually were anti-vaxxers and disbelievers until they actually got it and then they made a video saying get vaccinated. Kind of late at that point, but okay. Get vaccinated. Great. Thank you for telling us now. Now that you're almost, you know, gone. Great. So why don't you just tell us now? Why didn't you tell us before? <laughs> and it's too late at that point. At, at that point, it's too late. It's too point. The, 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 the damage is done. Yeah. Too little, too late. End of story. Okay. So... The disbelievers jump on the conspiracy theories. They start joining movements. They start talking about freedom because they like their comfy little life to go into a certain structure where, you know, they, they work, they get stupid on the weekend, get drunk or get stoned, rinse, repeat. They start living their completely pointless and peaceful lives in the structure that they're used to. And they don't want to have some killer virus or any sort of control upon them, tell them that they can't do all the stupid, pointless stuff that they do regardless they want that stupid pointless you know life going forward and don't want to be told they cannot cannot do anything which i really don't understand that because this should be a wake-up call for people covid should have been a wake-up call covid should have been hey by the way world economy society um there's a problem here and if you don't get the environmental problems down pat you know there's other problems coming and they're all kind of hand in hand and COVID is just one starting point. When the ice caps are melting, there's a bunch of diseases and viruses and everything else that were buried in those ice caps that are gonna start coming out. So there's gonna be more coming, right? This is, this is the domino thing I keep talking about in the past. Everything connects to everything. That's the thing, it is connected. So you think this is an isolated incident that's only gonna happen every 100 years? No, we have to smarten up. We have to get our heads out of our asses and realize that COVID should have been a wake-up call, not a, oh, it was fake, or, uh, it's over. Oh, we can just go back to the way things were. Obviously, what we were doing was not working because when we did it right during COVID, we showed that we could be better as a species. And now we want to go back to making the same mistakes we did before? Why? Why would we go back to making the same mistakes we did before? What was going on in 2019 was not working. This is what people don't understand. It wasn't working in 2019. And 2020 should have been a wake-up call for a lot of people, but no. Their arrogance and ignorance, they want to be in a state of denial. They want to start crying that the government's trying to control them and take away their rights and do this and do that, when all the government's trying to do is keep them safe and keep them alive. So the economy can go on, so the country could run and everybody could do their part. But we have to look at the lessons that we should have learned in COVID and actually change our ways. Look at the environment. Look at the way we run our countries. Look at the way we run our societies. Change. Things have got to change. And it's not just the government that's responsible for that. It is the individual, the person, the actual everyday person has to change. You have to be better than you are. Stop being such an asshole. Stop being so rude and arrogant and self-serving and selfish. Start thinking about everybody, not just thinking about yourself. Because that's the problem. People are being selfish. They're only thinking about themselves. And we, unfortunately, after those two initial months, we saw a lot of that selfishness. We saw a lot of the people that were just caring for themselves. They only were out for themselves. And now that 
COVID's kind of come to clear in people's minds and they think it's over, they're seeing more assholeist behavior, selfish behavior, reckless drivers, irresponsible people coming out of the woodwork. It's like, wow, we go from a moment of being on good behavior and then we go to a moment of being shitheads again. Not everybody, but there is an element out there that I see whenever I go into the world and hey, I don't want to leave my house anymore. I'm fortunate enough that I can work from home and I've been working from home since, you know, March of 2020. I'm fortunate. I appreciate that. I'm glad that I have that, but I do have to go out there and buy groceries and I still wear a mask. Yeah, because it's called being responsible because I know there's more shit coming and I want to be prepared for it. But the thing is, is that I see all those assholes out there in their pickup trucks. Yeah, you pickup truck drivers, not all of you are assholes, but a good portion of you yahoos are or the BMW drivers, both of you. That's a topic for another show, but seriously, you're loud, obnoxious, pointless truck, which you don't do anything with other than drive it around and burn gas and kill the environment. It's stupid. If anybody is finding attractiveness to you because of that truck, they need to give their head a shake. That's another story. Okay, so back to this. The reality is, is yes, the virus, coronavirus is still spreadable. It, it continues to change. Long COVID is still not well understood, so we don't really know where we're going, but it's still an, a thing. COVID is still a thing. I hate to say it. I mean, vaccines are key to preventing severe illness and hospitalization and in an already strained health uh, health department, health health industry itself is already strained that vaccines are helping alleviate that pain. And you can have your conspiracy saying, oh, the vaccine killed so-and-so and killed 10 doctors and killed this and killed that. Look at all the angles Look at all the facts and details. If you can actually throw a report in my hand that says, yes, a vaccine actually killed somebody, I would show you 10 other elements that actually caused it and it wasn't the vaccine. I mean, there are steps to prevent infection even at the end of 2022, and they're the same things that we've been doing since 2020. People don't want to wear masks, except when they want to break laws or vandalism or rob stores, then they want to wear masks. But other than that, you know, they want to wear masks. But yes, you got to take the preventative measures, especially in indoors, okay? Especially in indoors, because that's usually where you can get a virus in closed, confined spaces. It has to do with the whole CO2 levels and the airflow and circulation. If the building that you're in doesn't have all that, then yes, it becomes more condensed and a higher likely chance that you will actually get the COVID virus. So with this, the freedom protests were just a political maneuver that tailed off the back end, of course, of COVID. Countries use it to their advantage. China's maneuvering. We know that for a fact. Russia's already made their move. They've already attacked Ukraine. Who knows what's going to be happening move at this point. And I strongly believe that with all this political positioning between the bogus freedom protests being just a political maneuver to affect and destabilize governments and economy. And, and you know, basically it's a, it's a U.S. influence type thing to drag Canada down to the scum level that the U.S. is. Um, and in a nutshell, while the ignorant and, and, and arrogant weak-minded are being manipulated into being the foot soldiers for this 1%, for this political maneuvering, you know, they're just, the wealthy are just looking to strengthen their political agenda. I mean, I do believe it all started that this was a planned grand scale with COVID being the starting point. It played out a long term with freedom protest BS, you know, the tantrums. The COVID story is still ongoing, but just to start. But how this will wrap up, you know, we don't know how it's going to wrap up at this point. I mean, I strongly believe that COVID was put out there to test the resolve of like in my opinion it was a strategic move by a foreign entity to test the world power resolve and pinpoint weaknesses for a great a larger scale attack that's my viewpoint when it comes to covid let's put that out there let's see how the rest of the governments in the world actually handle this and then let's focus on those weak points because we'll use them later honestly covid was quite tame in comparison to what could be out there okay so I think it was a planned attack to basically test the resolve. Now they have the facts and figures. Now there's some maneuvering moving forward. 
They figured double whammy, COVID, boom, check that out. Oh, okay. And little local governments, little local one percenters decided to get in on the whole freedom thing. Let's attack the borders. Let's block the borders. Let's block downtown capitals. Let's try all this stuff. Like, let's try to influence stuff, which kind of backfired and didn't work in these freedom protests. They do have their thousands of sheep that have been turned into foot soldiers for whatever this QAnon and, you know, freedom protest bullshit is that we probably have not seen the last of because there have been enough people that have been brainwashed but honestly the freedom protests were just backwire threat the freedom protests are just backwater ideas of bored people that have nothing to show for their life and looking to make a name for themselves but are on the wrong side of history that you can quote me on. The freedom protests are just backwater ideas of bored people that have nothing to show for their life and looking to make a name for themselves, but are on the wrong side of history. Quote Mad Morgan on that. You can. That's my wording. It is true. People are trying to leave an agenda because they have done nothing with their lives and they... Uh, yeah. If you looked at some of the interviews that happened during the lockdown, sorry, during the protests at happened on parliament hill in ottawa wow it was special the people they were interviewing the element of these people that were blocking downtown was uncanny almost comical stereotypical hillbilly bob not the good old boys but hillbilly bob didn't pass second grade and believes that you know is a religiously you know devoted person who just has some really old world viewpoints on a lot of things very slow individuals that happened in this whole profile this whole um the, all these freedom protests and then even today you have the ones that think that they can citizens arrest people hi if this is canada we don't have that go back to the states it just it just cries to the fact that yes these are Americans that are coming up doing this. Hands down, these are Americans that are influencing all these protests, these Freedom Convoy protests. And a bunch of sheep in Canada are jumping on the bandwagon because they think it's cool. And now our Canadian flag here in Canada has lost all meaning because it's been abused by these greasy, hateful, toxic, protest, protest, free, dumb people. And it's an insult to truckers, in my opinion. The true essence of the Knights of the Road that are truckers, it's an insult to them to call this a trucker movement or a trucker convoy protest. I think it really insults the hardworking truckers that are on the road, keeping the country running and working and pr provided for. Honestly, it's an insult to them. It's a small element of backwater friggin' hillbillies. And not the good old hillbillies, not the good old boys like to sit down and have a bonfire with and actually have a cold beer with and go swimming in the lake with. No, not those kind of guys. These are these Yahoo conspiracy thinking, you know, freaking cross burning type Yahoos out there that frankly are just mirroring their cousins. I don't know. Either way. Not this the element that you want to actually have any influence on the way your country or society runs. Not at all. Honestly, it is not that hard for everybody to get along, but everybody is only looking out for their own agenda, unfortunately. If this world ever gets its act together, I'll be impressed. But right now, this COVID thing, you know, it turned into a big mess. If you actually listen to my uh, Soapbox Daily, I have a thing called what I call Conspiracy Tuesdays, where I talk about out-of-the-box conspiracy-type ideas and thoughts. And, you know, I almost think something happened before 2019 that changed this reality for the world to get this crazy. I think roughly near the end of Obama's term, something happened. <laughs> we went in a completely different direction because... From the end of 2019 onward, it just got batshit crazy up to this point. And it's still ongoing. It is crazy. And we got to get back on track. We got to get back to a peaceful reality. People, come on now. There's 8 billion of us on this planet now. 
this is the start. This is one virus. What's going to happen for the next one? You're going to step on your front lawn and go, I don't want to pro I don't want to wear a mask. I don't want mandates. I don't want this. You can't tell me what to do. I won't be a, you know, I mean, it's a reality, my friends. It's out there. It's still out there. It's still a fact. Okay. Get vaccinated. If not for you, for your family, wear masks still for peaceful reasons. Like you're going to the store and getting groceries, not to rip off stores. You scum sucking thieves that decide to, you know, hurt the rest of us. You know what? When you, you, you commit a crime, you hurt everybody. When you steal from stores, it makes the, the store go away and pack up and leave the neighborhood or raises the prices. That's another story. Anyways, take it easy on the health you know, industry. Wear masks, take preventative measures, take your vitamins, eat healthy. Don't be an asshole out there. Realize COVID is still a thing and don't make fun of people and don't give them a hard time because they wear masks because you know what? They're actually looking out for you as well. Whether or not you choose to believe COVID's a thing or not, that's on you. Okay? Let everybody live their lives and if they're going to be respectful enough to society to be responsible enough to wear a mask and take precautions to prevent prevent you from getting sick because that's what they're doing prevent themselves getting sick and from you getting sick whether it be from covid whether or not it be from some other virus whether or not it be from the common cold if they're wearing a mask and being conscientious about their germs and viruses you should thank them don't ridicule them don't give them a freaking hard time just because you want to be an irresponsible asshole because you think that you look so pretty, you shouldn't cover up your face, that's on you. But that person that's going through the effort to wear a mask and be safe about things is actually being more responsible and a better person than you. Keep that in mind. Okay. As far as you sheep that are being politically motivated on the back end from the 1% that's sitting comfy in their huge mansions and trying to get more power and control and pulling the strings along the channels from their lieutenants moving all the way down to the foot soldiers with all these free, dumb pro protests. Listen, there's no cry for freedom. There is a reason why there's rules. There is a reason why there's medical processes, why there's guards putting up there's what why these decisions are being made it doesn't benefit for the government to shut you down and make you limited on stuff you can do give your freaking head a shake it doesn't make sense for the government to do that it doesn't serve the government well doesn't serve countries well it doesn't serve the world economy well connect the dots there is no need for a freedom pr protest or convoys if you're in canada or the united states you have tons of freedom you have more freedom in the u.s than you do in canada for christ's sakes more than you should, because honestly, a lot of you are ignorant and arrogant in the States. But we'll cover that in another topic. Canada, tons of freedom, more freedom than we should have. And we should be actually taking away freedoms, but you still have tons of freedoms. So there's no reason to protest. Stop blocking downtown, stop being a nuisance, stop honking your horns and waving your flags. Get a hobby, okay? All you're doing with these freedom protests and a small percentage of you and yes your fringe comparison to the rest of the country we don't want your shit there's you're like maybe one percent of the whole population really cares about your throwing a tantrum in the streets and honking your horns and waving flags but you know what if you're actually going to throw a protest please tell me what you're protesting because after that whole circus that was a parliament hill Nobody in any of these freedom protests over the whole summertime has actually told us what they were protesting at all. Nobody has said what they're protesting. They have not given us any iota to what they're protesting. So if you're going to protest, make sure you have an agenda. Make sure you have a mission. Okay. It falls under the arrogance 101. Kind of know what you're fighting for before you pick the fight. You ignoramus idiot. Seriously. You're being manipulated by bigger entity than you ever will be. And you're looking like clowns going in the streets, doing what you're doing, causing this uproar. What? Because you want your 15 seconds of fame to be on the news and look like a big clown? This is how you're going to be remembered? History is going to mark you. Oh, yeah, there's John. 
There's John. Oh, yeah. Look at the fuss he's causing. Oh, yeah. He's fighting for freedom. He's a freedom fighter. What freedoms? What is he not allowed to do? What is John actually fighting for? Because I would like to know what exactly the freedom that this person wants that they don't have, that they're here causing an uproar and causing a disturbance and pissing people off. Tell me. I, I, if you can tell me that information, great. Otherwise, get the fuck out of the city. Stop being a pain in the ass. Hit the road, Jack, and don't come back because we don't want you here. Nobody in Canada wants these stupid freedom convoy protests. They're free dumb, and you're all dumb for being the sheep that are following these charismatic leaders that are convincing you that this is such a righteous thing to do when you don't even know why you're doing it. All right. You want to see loss of freedom? Look at Ukraine. That's loss of freedom. Take a lesson from them. They deserve freedom. They deserve our fight. Jump on board. Go over there. Pick up a gun. Fight the Ruskies. Fight the Russians. You want to do something? You want to fight? You want to be a freedom fighter? You go over to Ukraine. All right? Stop being a friggin' big baby and making protests here in Canada in every little hick country town and city and everything else. Stop it. We don't want you here. We don't need you here. Just get out. If you want to actually prove you're a freedom fighter, go to Ukraine. Fight over there. All right. So that's it. My COVID roundup is basically, hey, COVID's still a thing. It sucks. It is a real thing. You can believe all the conspiracy theories you want. That's fine. Whatever. Me personally, I'm a fluffy middle-aged white guy. I'm 50 this year. And guess what? Hey, I've had four of the vaccines and I've had the more intense ones of Moderna. All right. None of these lesser ones, Moderna. Perfectly fine. Yeah. You know what? I got a little bit of weight to me, but I take my vitamins every day. I try to eat right. I'm good. Not killing me. But you know what? I have sleep apnea, so I have breathing issues. I still wear masks. I'm still going to take the precautions because there's nothing worse than suffocating to death. And that's kind of what COVID does. Take the precautions. If not for yourself, do it for your loved ones. Do it for your friends. Do it for people you care about. It's not a popularity contest. It's survival of the fittest. It's survival of the fittest is usually the ones that actually care about others and not just themselves, okay? Fittest as in across the board, not just physically, but also mentally and emotionally, the fittest. Okay, so COVID is still a thing, but I'm gonna say done on this. Oh yeah, let me just point out a few highlights before I start wrapping this up. First of all, to all you idiots that can't follow frickin' signs in stores, what the frick is wrong with you? It's an arrow on the friggin' ground, you follow the arrow pointing the direction it's going into. You're a bunch of douchebags that cannot follow frickin' arrows. I wanted to slap you all left, right, and center. Every single time I saw that, I call it, I caught idiots on camera and video, just doesn't phase them. I'm sitting there like, you are such an ignorant asshole. Wow, you, you couldn't even follow an arrow because it inconvenienced you. Because it in, we learn arrows in kindergarten, in, in early schooling, when we're really, really young, when we're kids, we learn arrows and what they mean. But you're too good for arrows. Your self-righteous ass is too good for arrows. They are beneath you. My friends, any of you that didn't follow the arrows in stores to keep everybody else safe and to actually keep this at bay, you're an asshole. Check yourself before you wreck yourself, okay? You really have to check your priorities a little better than that because that was a dickhead move. Arrows, not that hard. Go up one aisle, go down the other aisle. Simple enough. Oh no, you had to get more steps in. Who cares? Follow simple directions. Keep everybody safe. That was the one big thing that really bugged me other than all the polluting and throwing a trash of masks and everything else in the ground. That really pissed me off. You know what? It really bugs me sometimes. It almost makes me ashamed to be part of this species at times when I see the way certain people behave. The ignorance and arrogance, the, the insensitivity towards everybody else, the me, me, me mentality, it's just shameful. It really is shameful. And a bunch of you should be ashamed. You really should be ashamed because of your behavior. It's despicable. You might want to take an inward look at yourself, give yourself a, a check. This is why I ask you, how is your integrity today? Do you know what integrity means? Let me just remind you what integrity means on this show. Integrity means, to, to, to make it pretty simple, integrity means doing the right thing when no one else is watching. That's what integrity means, okay? 
It's not the word by word definition, but I'm making it simple for you simple minded people that can't follow arrows. <laughs> okay, just so you know, that's why I'm doing it. And it really pisses me off when I see these people doing these pointless things. I hear about crimes. I hear about all this stuff that bad people are doing for whatever reason, and there's no need for it. This world can provide for everybody. We can provide for everybody. We can live in peace. We can live in security. We can live in harmony, but everybody's got to jump on board. I had high hopes for society. I had high hopes for the world. When COVID outbroke, I was like, hey, because I always believe that it was going to take a major events for everybody to get their act together and work together towards peace and harmony and a good peaceful world where everybody helped each other. And that's what I was thinking. I was like, I always said a world event, maybe an alien attack. I don't know, but something worldwide has got to happen. And that's going to bind us together as a, as a species, as a planet, we're going to be good. And I was really excited for the first two months of COVID. I was scared shitless, but I was hoping that this would have a, a positive upturn it would have had a positive spin on it when it all came you know when all sorted itself out that we would have worked together and we would have had that star trek reality <laughs> that i wanted and we were going good for a couple months then it went downhill it was dog eat dog at that point everybody out for themselves then the conspiracy then the nut jobs came out and then the deniers came out and then the i want my freedoms come out and then the political landscape changed and then political positioning and polling went on and the 1% decided to get in on it, profit on stuff. And yeah, we just got back to business as usual. One big bloody freaking mess of a world where we went really good helping the environment, helping the world, helping each other for two months. And then we went right to the shitter again. I hope we get it right. I'm hoping we can sit back at one point, reflect on all this and go, hey, guess what? Yeah, you know, maybe we could fix this. Maybe we could do this better. Maybe we should have learned something. Maybe we should have analyzed the last two years what we did wrong and what we did right. Who knows? Maybe we can get it moving forward in the next couple of years. Some miracles will happen. Who knows? All right. So COVID is still a thing. Keep that in mind. Be smart about it. Stay on top of it. That's the only thing I can suggest. Support those that support you. Support each other. Uh, the freedom protests. Stop them. You just sound like a bunch of idiots. You look like a bunch of idiots. And if you are going to protest for anything, make sure it's for a valid reason and B, people know what the hell you're protesting for. Just saying freedom protests doesn't give you an agenda. It doesn't tell us anything. We don't know. And maybe if we did know, we would support you. But right now you're just a bunch of screaming tantrum children causing a fuss for no freaking reason. And all those that organized you and all those that caused this unrest all should serve serious time for it or pay serious fines and as far as ignorance goes with ignorance 101 hey you know what yeah keep listening to my shows my friends keep doing some research cross-reference from several points don't take anybody at face value and research learn listen you know like i i'm here to educate i'm here to enlighten i'm here to entertain and help you evolve any way i possibly can that's why i do my podcasts but do it on your own as well but starts with you. Do not rely on your governments, do not rely on anybody else. Start the change of positivity and a better direction with yourself. Start it with you and move out from there. Ask yourself, is this the right thing to do? You know, and logically think about it. Is it, not, is it hurting anybody? No. Okay. Is it a positive thing? Yes. Is it going to benefit a lot of people? Great. Awesome. Do it. But we all have to jump on board. It's not the government's responsibility. It's not Joe Bob down the street. It's not anybody else's responsibility. It all starts with you. You do bad. That's on you. All right. That's your karma. You got to deal with everything else. Just try to be better people. Try to be better to each other. So COVID I'm wrapping up a bunch of you really failed at it. Just so you know, you really fucked up. Yeah, really fucked up when it came to COVID and you're still fucking up. Get your vaccines, keep everybody safe, wear some masks when you need to. Be cautious, be weary, be, you know, a little bit on the paranoid. Freedom protest, stop that. Ignorance 101, educate yourself. And that is it for me for tonight. <laughs> I could babble on, but this is the whole point I did this show. I wanted to wrap all this up. I wanted to wrap all this up because this was nagging at me for a while. And I just was like, you know what? I am just going to make tonight's episode all about this and try to cover as much points as I possibly could and throw it out there so it's done with, right? Done with. Done talking about this crap. There's a lot more stuff to talk about. <laughs> Just be better people. Be better. Don't be so stupid. Think about it for one second. Just stop and think. 
before you're jumping on discrediting something and believing it doesn't happen or isn't reality, just think about it. Connect the dots. All right. Hey, I'm going to wrap this up. Please be good to each other. Be good to yourself. Check out getoffmysoapbox.com. Also, check us out on Twitter at Mad Soapbox. And if you want to head over to Patreon, give us a little bit of support. I appreciate that as well. All the links you can find on getoffmysoapbox.com. There's a link at the top. Otherwise, just go to Patreon slash getoffmysoapbox. You'll be able to find all our tiers there and perks. Please, if you can lend your support, I would appreciate it. I have been getting some momentum when it comes to Twitter. Thank you. I'm getting more subscribers when it comes to YouTube. Thank you. Um, a little bit slow on the Twitch, but slowly but surely, we're just trying to get out there. If you can share our shows, tell people about us, I'd appreciate that. Get the word out. We are slowly getting there as more people discover us, and we thankful. We are thankful for all our supporters, all our listeners. I thank you very much for being here. I take pride in what I do. I enjoy what I do, and I'm trying to help the world as a whole that's my goal for being here so thank you for showing up thank you for listening i'm going to call it a day i'm your host mad morgan for those that listen to me daily i will see you tomorrow morning for soapbox daily for everybody else that only shows up once a week i will see you next wednesday for get off my soapbox be well be happy i'll see you next episode bye for now that's all for this episode of get off my soapbox podcast appreciate you tuning in today if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from Mad Morgan, head over to getoffmysoapbox.com for links and details. Thank, thank, thank you, you for, listening. for listening. Don't forget to follow so you don't miss the next episode.